unmistakability, the power to persevere. First, there's a dream, and then there's a challenge, and then comes victory. Unfortunately, most people quit in the challenging times. Expanding possibilities, the mindset zone. I'm your host, Anna Malikian, and before we start, please remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone to access all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. And if you want to get the free chapter of my book, Mindset Zone, please go to mindset.zone forward slash book. It's my pleasure to introduce you to my special guest, Greg Reed, rated top 10 keynote speakers by Forbes and Entrepreneur Magazines. He is an award-winning author who has published over 100 books in 45 countries. Greg is also a filmmaker who produced an Oscar-qualified film, Wishman, streaming worldwide. He is the founder of The Secret Knock, a Forbes and Inc. magazine top-rated event focused on partnerships, networking, and business development. Did I say that he has more than 30 best-selling books? And today we are focusing in one of them, Stickability. So welcome to the Mindset Zone, Greg. There we go. We are in the mindset, <laughs> ready to rock and roll. Let's do this, Anna. Yes. So I read not all of your books, but a couple of them that are amazing. And the stickability one is really a very powerful one. And I'm curious, when was in your life that you really realized that the power of stickability and how you define stickability? Yeah. So there was a book written like a hundred years ago called Think and Grow Rich by the late, great Napoleon Hill. And one of the topics he coined in that book was stickability, the power to persevere. You know, first there's a dream and then there's a challenge and then comes victory. Unfortunately, most people quit in the challenging times. So the Napoleon Hill Foundation gave me a very unique opportunity to go on a journey to meet amazing thought leaders of today and find out how they persevered through their darkest of times. And together, we wrote a book that literally has inspired the lives of many all around the globe. So to me, stickability has to be parallel with another word called flexibility. Hmm. Stickability, flexibility, meaning I want to keep my eye on the prize. Like I'm not going to quit, but I'll adapt and I'll adjust along the way. And one of the interviews I did was a gentleman named Truett Cathy. He founded a company called Chick-fil-A Restaurants. It's one of the greatest you know, local fast food joints. And I asked him, I says, you know, teach me your power of stickability. He says, well, if I'm on my sofa in my home and I want to get to the end of the street, that's my goal. So that's my stickability. I'm not going to quit till I get there. He goes, I have to get up, reward the universe by taking action to show that my commitment level to it. And, but I'm not so caught up in exactly the transition of how it's going to transpire. And I said, what do you mean? He says, well, a planner, they're going to plan every step. We're going to pause, take a break. If a sprinkler comes on, it goes against their plan and they run back home. He goes, not me. He goes, I look for unexpected 
opportunity and I capitalize on it. And I said, give me an example. And he says, well, did a kid leave a skateboard or a bicycle out that I could borrow to make my journey shorter? And he goes, if I get real lucky, I'll wave down a neighbor driving by and I'll hit to ride to the end of the street. He goes, either way, I'm going to get to my goal, to my destination. I'm just not so caught up in exactly how it has to happen. Love it. It's that you're speaking about the dream challenge and victory. And in that challenge phase, if we are flexible, we have much more chances of overcoming those challenges. Correct. And it's what we say to the universe, to our God, to ourself, to our subconscious mind that really matters. It is that self-talk where some people might say, you know, God, why does this always happen to me? And then the universe goes, well, this is why you dummy and gives you more of that. But for myself and my friends, we always say, what's the solution in the challenge that I'm facing right now? What is the opportunity that might not be apparent that's waiting for me on the other side? And those things start magically appearing and showing themselves as well. So it truly is that mindset, like you were saying earlier, that separates us from the 95% who dream to the top 5% who actually achieve. That do it. And you are a master in storytelling, in your books, in your keynotes, and you have this incredible collection of stories of so many incredible people like the one that you're describing, the founder of the Chick-fil-A. But I want to know your story, because for you to have the opportunity that you had and to leverage like you did of working with the Napoleon Hill Foundation, you had to have the power of stickability before that moment. So what is your moment where stickability made you in the path that you are today? It was the decision to draw a line in the sand and say, I am no longer going to commit myself to things that I knew I would not complete. And I used to be a people pleaser. So folks would come to me all the time and say, can you do this or will you do this? And I'd take on every project, every single thing and then dump it on me, knowing that there's no way I could do it. And then I became selective and I started only saying yes to things that I would commit. I'd have stickability. I'd see through the end. And it changed my whole paradigm. And unfortunately, now people see me as this stickability guy, knowing I get things done. And every day I get five, six phone calls and texts and emails from people trying to put their projects on my back because they know they'll get done. So I have to say no, 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 if it does not serve my higher good. And I think as a grown adult, we have to be very aware of where we put our time and energy because it's such a elusive thing that's slipping right through our fingers at all times. So we want to make sure that we're using it wisely. So you have to have very much the clarity about your goals, your dreams, and that guides you in the process of saying yes and no to the pro to the things that are opportunities that are open to you. Yeah. And if it's on the same direction, I'll give you a great example. Like right now, I am planning and organizing, you know, a secret knock for next year. And so it's a slide event that I do. It's pretty spectacular. But the main thing is that's my focus right now. So if you come to me and say, hey, go take on my uh, nonprofit. Well, if that's going to pull my attention and span away from me delivering to my clients, to my people, then that would be an injustice. Now, on the same note, if your nonprofit kicks tail and it resonates with me and said, so, well, let's incorporate that into my secret knock. Now, all of a sudden, it makes sense when we're doing it together. So I'm very careful of what I'm doing and where I'm being pulled so I can build a win-win all the way around. 
And uh, you are a speaker, you are a mentor, you have so many uh, incredible work out there. And how do you help or where do you see people getting stuck in this process of uh, the dream challenge and the victory and the stickability there? Uh, and how do you help them to get unstuck? Well, successful people seek counsel and failures listen to opinion. You and I have had this conversation quite a few times. Opinion is based on ignorance, lack of knowledge or inexperience, like maybe a family friend who's never done what you're about to venture upon. Where counsel is based on wisdom, knowledge, mentorship, people already paved the way. So if you go to a family friend at the barbecue and tell them you're going to start a new business, well, they might try to talk you out of it to protect you, to keep you safe because they've never done it themselves. But if you go to someone else who is this thriving entrepreneur who just kicking tail and doing great and ask that person for feedback, they'll give you counsel based on wisdom, knowledge, mentorship. Well, if we would spend our activity only seeking counsel and ignoring opinion, that's a day our life shifts and that's a day our lives change forever. And that I think is one of the cores. Yes, you spoke about the process, dream, challenge, victory. And is this that you are speaking now that I think is one of that, the magical sprinkle of success, surround yourself with the right people that gives you the counsel instead of the advice and that you can learn from. Correct. Well, here it's, and none of this stuff is like genius talk. It's all just common sense stuff that you knew from your grandpa teaching you. I mean, surround yourself with people that are getting the results that you want. Look, why would you go if to a starving artist, if you were an up and coming artist and ask that person for any type of guidance They it's pulled starvation. No one knows what they're doing. If I was an artist and I want to get brand new at it and I want to be successful, I'd go to a gallery and I'd sit outside, have a Starbucks, and I'd see who goes into that gallery and who buys paints and who buys art. And whoever's art is being pulled off the walls, that's the person I'd go ask for counsel because they're getting the results that I want. When I want to become a best-selling author, I went to the bookstore. I bought every best-selling book because that was my goal. I called every single one of them and said, teach me the system, teach me the plan. And they did. And that's why we're here today. Yeah. And you have that uh, capacity of leaning into the discomfort, because I think people stay a lot of stuck in that, uh, like you say, the starving artist with other starving artists of the starving coach with other starving coaches, because they are comfortable there. They know that. And they are afraid of giving that leap and try something new that they don't know exactly what where it's going to take them. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, people always talk about this word transparency. You know, everyone's got to be transparent. Well, being transparent is the ability and the decision to show the uncomfortable parts of ourselves. And so for myself, I live a world of illumination. In fact, I'm going to leave here and as soon as we're done to go play pickleball with my mentor, David Corbin. And he wrote a book called Illuminate. And the concept is most people want to run away or hide their challenges where I put a spotlight on it. So I'll give you an example. Uh, just recently, my latest best-selling book called The Secret of Happiness came out last week. Yes. Hit that seller. It was amazing. But the publishers on the back of it made a mistake and they wrote my name wrong. So it was G-R-E-D instead of Greg, it was Gred. And so what I did, instead of being embarrassed, I went on 
all social media and everywhere and my newsletters and sent out a big blast at tens of thousands of people and said, hey, everyone, uh, my best-selling book, The Secret of Happiness is out. You're going to absolutely love it, even if your name is Greg. And I made a joke out of it. And by doing that, put a spotlight again, and it became a bestseller because now everyone's going, oh my gosh, I got to get a copy of that before they take it off the press and reprint them the correct way. So they got the uh, collector's edition. So it's all how you look at things. And this is another great story example of the flexibility that you were speaking about in the beginning. What will be a a challenge that will take somebody out of track? Because you've been working, I know, of the happiness book for quite a while and putting a lot of effort to make it the best book there and to really to reach everybody that can benefit from it. So you put a lot of effort on it. So something like that for some people will take them off track, but you are flexible enough to overcome that challenge in a very graceful way. Well, again, it's it's transparency is just the ability and willingness to show the uncomfortable parts of ourselves. And as soon as we get that ability, it's kind of neat because now I'm a single guy. If I go out on a first date and I got a pimple on my nose, as soon as the woman opens the door, I'm going to say, all right, Mount Kilimanjaro right here in front of your face. We get the joke out of the way. I don't have to worry about hiding it. I'm not embarrassed. I just put it out there. So to me, that is the secret of not just success, but that's a secret of living a joy-filled life, not having to live in fear. Love that, love that. And going back to surround ourselves with the right people, that is what you do in the secret knock. You really create a space there that is magical. Can you speak us more about that? How did you start and the next event? Well, it started 17 years ago, and there's mixed ideas and reviews of exactly how it came to be, as you know, with my former wife and I, because we've been debating how it came to be. And after enough time, you know, your your stories kind of get convoluted. But I will say now we are Forbes, Inc., Entrepreneur Success, top rated event for business leaders and entrepreneurs. And the way we did it is instead of bringing in coaches and teachers and mentors, we just brought in the actual person who's accomplished what everyone else is talking about. So for example, if you want to start a new clothing line, well, over at the taco bar, there's Brian Smith, the founder of Ugg Boots, a multi-billion dollar brand. If you got an idea for a board game, well, over there at the bar, there's Rob Angel, founder of Pictionary. If you surround yourself with the people who have actually done what everyone else is talking about, you cut your learning curve by 10 years. Yeah, and all of those are examples of stickability. All these people arrived to where they arrived because they really kept going and kept overcoming the challenge and make things happen. And now they are known because of those things. Correct. And to me, that is the single thing I surround myself with. You know, again, birds of a feather flock together. I keep surrounding myself with people I have respect for not people I have influence over. And there's a big difference. Surround yourself with people you have respect for, not people you have influence over. And that simple mind shift change can literally change your entire you know, sphere of influence to a whole new level. Yeah, and the other thing that you like to give your own twist to things because the secret knock is like not like other events that everybody puts like the headliner, so-and-so is going to show up. You don't say, usually, who are the guests for the secret knock? 
right. that people know that is going to be an amazing opportunity and event. Yeah. So basically our event is the strangest one you'll ever see in the world. As you know, it costs $5,000 to attend. And with a ticket sale, we will not tell you where it is or even who will be there. You, you know nothing. All we tell you is a city state date so you can make your flight reservations. And as we get close to our actual list of our members, we start dripping the secret venue. And But you'll never know who's speaking until they come out on stage. So literally, you could just be in the audience, hanging out, watching the show, and then all of a sudden, I'll say, all right, the guy who invented the credit card magnetic strip on the back of your credit card and changed banking forever, let's bring him to the stage, and he was sitting right next to you the whole time. Um, so the whole concept of our events is there's no name tags. Everyone's treated equally. We ask people not to bring business cards. Just be yourself. Be normal. Go out and shake a hand and get to know somebody. Network on a one-to-one -one level. Because that's what we're talking about, action in momentum. And most of the people there come because they know somebody that's been there. They have the secret knock. Uh, so it's by introduction that they get to know about it, the word of mouth that is so powerful. And even if they listen to it like they are listening in this podcast interview, they have to go to an application. It's not just the, buying the ticket. They go through an application process to see if that they are the right fit. Correct. So what the reason we did that is there is it is impossible for a human being to go anywhere on the internet or in per, nowhere and buy a ticket. It can't happen. You have to go through a system. And the reason we do that is we want to make sure we make a good fit for everybody. In fact, we're known as the greatest event you cannot attend. Again, unless you know someone you're invited, you make it through the screening process because we want to make sure we can bring the greatest value. I'll give you an example. If you're a brand new pizza parlor and you're really struggling just to come up with the 5,000 for your ticket and your mindset's all convoluted, you're just not in the mindset, you might not be at the right timing for a fit for us. Plus, I don't know how much value we can bring. But if you've got two or three pizza shops and you're wondering how to scale that to a hundred and to make it a franchise or to grow your and expand your business or your ideal customers, because all of a sudden it will change that mindset because we'll introduce you to people that can catapult and 10 X those relationships to, to take you to the space you want to be. And to me, that is what secret knock is all about. Yeah. And this is another great example of how, uh, I, I think if you had run this idea to an average business coach 17 years ago, they will tell, oh, you cannot do that. You cannot pull that out. But oh, you... they, and, they, and they did, by the way. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, our whole concept is if I listened to everyone that told me no, we would, I would have nothing. So uh, remember when I did my first book, Anna, you know, I was turned down by 268 publishers, agents, and printers in a row. My first book. And the 269th one said, we'll do your project, but change the title, beginning, middle. And it was absolutely horrible. But I sought counsel and I said, what could I do differently? They told me what to do to get a ghostwriter and editor. It recrafted it and went on to inspire millions upon millions of people. So to me, never let another person tell us what we can and cannot do. Yeah. And is that wisdom? of uh, differentiate between counseling, the, the person that you should listen to, from ignoring the advice that the ones that you can like them, it can be people that you like them in another way, but they are not the right people to tell you 
for what you need to listen at that moment to keep sticking to your dreams and make them happen. Well, and it goes back to the thing, are they getting the results that you want for yourself? That, that's it. Look, if that was your only differentiator that you have, that, that's all you need. So for example, if I sat there and said to my uncle, I am going to write a best-selling book and he's going to tell me not to do it and I'm dyslexic and people will listen to me and I listen to that, it's justified and it's true. However, on the same note, I went to someone who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul and sold a billion copies and said, what do I do? And they gave me a completely different direction. So I think it's very important just to seek someone who's getting the results that you want and ask those people for guidance. Love it. So where can people learn more about you and your incredible work? Oh, just go on to Instagram. It's the easiest way. Everyone's connecting on DMs now. Uh, I'm Greg S. Reed. Just go on there, send me a DM. It goes directly to me. There's no screeners. There's no filters. And I promise to get back to every single person that reaches out. Yes, you are amazing on that. I really admire you how you really give people an opportunity. And then if that they step up to the plate, great. Otherwise, just the life, we have to try things. Exactly. So, you know me, I don't chase anything. So <laughs> it's, it's attraction over promotion. And that to me is where my happiness comes from. So what that you know defines for other people is um, uh, we have to be careful of what we ask for because we might just get it, but it could not be the packaging we expect. So imagine if God in the universe granted every wish and every prayer, but we didn't get it the way we expected it. Dear God, I need $100. Lord, give me 100 bucks. Your neighbor comes by and says, hey, I got these aluminum cans on the side of the house. Go cash them in. They're worth 100 bucks. I don't want those stinky things. You asked, you prayed, it was delivered to you. You just didn't like the packaging, so you sent it on its way. What does that tell our God or our universe next time we ask for something? And that is where this saying comes from. Be careful of what you ask for because you might just get it. Also know it might not just be the exact packaging that you're looking for. And another quote that I don't know if you, uh, I, I think it's one of your quotes. You never fail until you quit. Well, that is a every human being's <laughs> motivational quote. But yeah, that, I think that's originated by Napoleon Hill. Uh, on the same note, you know, he had said quitters never win and winners never quit in every single one of these things. But I think the biggest one that we're going to hold on to is PMA. And you're such a big believer of this. PMA is positive mental attitude. Yes. You know, you can plan, strategize. You can have workbooks. You can have business strategies, all this stuff. That's great. But you know what people really buy into is PMA. If you have a positive mental attitude and you've got that enthusiasm towards what you're working on, that's where people are going to invest in you and people are going to want to be part of your tribe. Absolutely. There is a contagious kind of energy that is created that is a lot of what you bring in the secret knock, that energy that is there, that is so powerful. And why I thank you. And thank you for being part of our community and our new project that we've been working on with personal development. I mean, I got to tell you, it's the final book that I'll be doing as a single author to my knowledge of today. And it's very interesting because you and I and our tribe have been interviewing all these amazing people from all walks of life to find out their little secret sauce, so to speak. And we're digesting it down to simple tapas, you know, sound bites 
of wisdom so that other people can learn from. And rather than sit there and write a 300-page book on the power of one topic, we thought, what if we just did one book and we gave everyone this synopsis of all these different books so people can do expanded reading and research on their own, but more importantly, they can learn exactly what everyone else is talking about. Yeah, and is that key? The personal development is the key. Our more precious, valuable real estate is between our two ears. And we have to find ways of unlocking the potential that we have there. And that is what I think you are doing with this book. Yeah, there it is. Together, I'm telling you, we are creating something magic that I believe truly will go on to inspire generations. Yes, absolutely. And meanwhile, they can go and grab The Secret of Happiness in Amazon on anywhere that they sell books and get inspired to cultivate that positive energy that will help them to face the challenges and to get them keep that stickability to make their dreams come true. Well, there you go. I couldn't say it better myself. And thanks for having me on. I go play pickleball with my mentor. So thanks for staying, hanging out, and we will see you again one day soon. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. And remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. And if you want to get a free chapter of my book, Mindset Zone, please go to mindset.zone forward slash book. As always, I'm so grateful you are here. Expand what's possible for you for the ones around you, for the world.